Hello everyone, welcome back to Tulsa Lately, your favorite locally based podcast. I'm your host Mike, back with yet another interview with Carrie Jordan and Paxton Steeper. Now they have a mission that's actually kind of a little similar to Angela from episode 2, Les Jardins Eatery, go back and listen to that if you haven't. But um, they both are trying to help people with obstacles that might prevent them from getting employment in the traditional route. Although it is in very different ways, and we're going to get into that. Um, but yeah, great conversation. All right, and so without I am further here ado, at the Bridges enjoy. Foundation with President and CEO Carrie Jordan. Uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Hi, how are you? My name is Carrie Jordan. I am the CEO of the Bridges Foundation. We're excited to have you here with us tonight. Thank you, thank you. And then uh, there's also someone sitting over there off to the side, Paxton. This is uh, Miss Paxton. She is sitting next to me, and I would like for her to introduce herself. Um, hi, my name is Paxton. I am newer here at the Bridges Foundation, but I am the director of marketing here. And we're going to tag team this interview as I'm just going to assist Carrie. All righty. So why don't we just start with the basics? What exactly, who are you? What exactly do you do? What is the Bridges Foundation about? Well, we do lots of great stuff here. Um, We just celebrated 55 years, August 21st. Um, We provide um, the much needed services here in Tulsa and surrounding communities for individuals with disabilities, whether that is um, cognitive development or even just barriers, physical challenges to employment. So we're very proud to be here. We have a long history of 55 years of providing services to um, individuals. So what 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 can you tell me about the founder who who started all this? You said 55 years, huh? 55 years. Yes. So Bridges was um originally organized by a small group of parents who had children that went through school and they kind of got together and said, "What is it that we are going to do?" Uh, when our children graduate, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? How are they going to have continued services? And so they decided to form in the basement of a small church and get a little bit of contract work within the community doing subassembly. That could be stuffing envelopes, um, putting parts together. And really over a short period of time, it grew and um, we just kept growing. So here we are today. It was just a small group of parents that got together with three or four um, young people who were graduating. Huh. <laughs> small beginnings not because you guys i mean this is a this is a nice big facility you guys have obviously you've obviously been quite successful then if this yeah is where we actually have two campuses i don't know if you know that or not but we have one in uh north tulsa at pine and lewis and then this is our second location here in jinx and uh, we're very proud of it and we just keep growing and growing and growing and so uh what what exactly what is in the name Mercantile? Can you explain kind of where that comes from? Yes. So we just opened um, August. The 1st of August, we opened the Bridges Mercantile. Um, I yeah. yeah. So we, <laughs> we um, want to provide employment to individuals with disabilities. And we really um, looked around and really kind of put it in our strategic plan that not only do we want to look within the community to find contractors who need work done for them, um, we bring work in, we 
provide employees to local businesses, but what can we do as an agency to maybe diversify our funding, um, really develop unique opportunities for our special clients, our special individuals who are very creative, who have um, unique skill sets. And so we decided to purchase a business on uh, in, in Main, on Main Street in Jinx, and we renovated it over a three-month period, and then we, we opened it in August called the Bridges Mercantile. It is a beautiful boutique um, retail store where you can go in and you can buy gift items, um, bath products, um, gourmet foods, such as gourmet popcorn, cotton candy. We also have a line of dog treats and um, bath products for dogs. We also have uh, dog toys and those products are either made by individuals that we serve, our clients, or they are packaged, they are sold um, by our individuals. And this mercantile gives us an opportunity to employ individuals working in the mercantile. So they get to go and they bake and they package and label. They check customers out at the cash register. They learn money skills, um, how to greet. And it's just really, really a great opportunity for them. So we're very proud of that. Okay. I, I am kind of curious. You just talking about how you just went in and sort of found a business that you then bought and turned into this. What I'm curious what the story that kind of seems like there's a little bit of a story there. What uh, how, how did that come about? Several years ago, we started the Bridges Barkery and our individuals made gourmet dog treats. So in our North Campus facility, we did it all in house. They baked um dog treats they um, would identify the ingredients make the dough roll it out cut the cut the dough package it label it and then sell it to customers well then we found um, a business here in maine um, on main street in jinx and they um, sold gourmet popcorn oh so we purchased the popcorn business and include or renovated it and then included the barkery dog treats along with the gourmet popcorn and really expanded those opportunities. Huh. Okay. So starting, so basically started with uh, popcorn and dog treats. Yes. And turned into a, turned into what it is now. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So we actually have another program. So within the Bridges Foundation, we have several different programs that we run on a day-to-day basis that gives, um, our clients um, opportunities to grow and succeed. And um, we had taken a group of our high schoolers through our WAT program, which is work adjustment training. And um, we took them, we kind of take them day to day to different job sites. And it just happened to be the day that we took them to game day popcorn, met the owners, and we just fell in love with the place. And that's definitely how um, we came to know what was game day popcorn and is now the bridges mercantile and um as carrie stated we've been open since august and we've loved it uh i think it's really um cool and important to just think about i mean everybody has different career interests um me and you were both interested in different things and these clients are the same way and we have been so focused on um manufacturing and sub-assembly jobs um, which is fantastic, and a lot of our clients really enjoy it. But this mercantile allows us to bridge into the um, 
client-facing world, customer service and, um, you know, manufacturing of food products and and um, retail bath products and stuff like that. And it's just allowing our clients to be creative and be involved in a different way. Okay, so it's sort of uh, it's sort of opened up the opportunity for them to do other things than just than just so there yeah. so you can kind of you know pick a role for someone that you feel like might you know they might enjoy this more than that mm-hmm. or something. I mean, we have like the cleaning of the facility too, and so yeah, you just don't think about all of the different pieces of what goes into a business and the opportunities that it now provides for our clients. So what, uh, you would just mention something about there being other programs under the Bridges name. What, can you describe what some of those are? Yeah, for sure. So we have three different programs. We have our vocational rehabilitation program, um, which is basically for some of our higher functioning um, clients. And what we do is we put them with an employment consultant that goes out into the community and seeks for a job on their behalf. Um, so our employment consultants will go to Dollar General and they'll find Susie a job that we think Susie can really do and succeed at. And then um, the employment consultant will work with our client to um, learn every aspect of that job. And at the end of the day, we will just release the client. And the client will now work for Dollar General and we just kind of check in with Dollar General. We check in with the client. And we make sure everything's happening. But that is us. Um, doing some of the legwork to finding the client a good fit, a good fit for an occupation. Um, and then I mentioned earlier one of our other programs, which is our Watt program, that is super focused on just high schoolers, kind of going back to the root of our history where parents want to know what the next step is. And um, those high schoolers want to know, and the, you know the high schoolers' parents want to know, and the, getting them a little bit... It's kind of like a Votech sort of okay. situation because okay. they take half their day of the high school and they spend it with us. So they go to school half the day and then they spend the other half with us and they get to go to different job sites and see work be done so they can really figure out what they want to do. And I, I compared it to a Votech because I I was there once. You know, you, you do Votech sometimes in high school for half the day and you decide whether or not, <laughs> not you are interested in that field. <laughs> Um, but there's this ever-changing, every single day changes. It's that, it's that um, what's so important is that's that pre-vocational training, and that allows these students to really um, focus in on what it is that they want to do. And so they get to job sample a lot of different things to help them focus in on what it is that they would like to do. And a lot of times we get to tap into some ideas that maybe they didn't think about that they really liked and enjoyed. Hmm. So when they do gra- graduate and they go into our vocation, um, one of our pro- vocation programs, they're a little more laser focused on what it is that they wanna do and we can help them better get placed into a uh, an employer. Huh, that's really, cause I, I feel like that there is just so much it's it's kind of bizarre how much we expect a 17 or 18 year old to just have a plan for the rest of their life well what are you going to do what are you going to study in college <laughs> and stuff so that's that's really great you guys are it's uh, a hard decision to make especially yeah. um it, it and it, it's a hard decision to make but it makes it so much easier when you have opportunities like i said job sampling when you get to kind of sample different jobs and go i like that but i don't like that and um, so we're we're very glad that we get to offer those opportunities to them. Yeah. 
I'm sure they're glad to have those opportunities. Um, so whenever I come into one of into the store and I buy something, where does that where does that money go exactly? Does it go you know Does it pay the paychecks? Does it go kind of towards the other program? Like what? For the mercantile specifically, yes, sure. and for for really the Bridges Foundation, we are a nonprofit. Okay. Um. So the mercantile is also um considered under that nonprofit umbrella. In that all of the um, the financial resources that we, the revenue that we make from the mercantile go right back into the foundation to provide more opportunities for employment. So with all this, I'm, I'm sure you interact, you know, you definitely seem like that you're someone that interacts with the clients and everything. You, you, you seem like a very face-to-face kind of person. Is there, are there any, uh, is there anyone memorable that's really stood out to you that, you know, you feel like really benefited from the mercantile? Yes, I can tell you. I mean, obviously, you, you don't have to like yeah, you know, say someone's yeah. name or anything, but <laughs> I just think Chelsea is just such a, a shooting star for us. Um, Chelsea came through um, our work adjustment program, which Paxton was telling you about. Okay. Um, she was a junior in high school, and she um, was with us for two years, her junior and senior year. And when she came to us, she was so um, just naturally quiet. And um, she, I think she was with us for a couple of months, and I don't ever remember her speaking a word for those first couple of months. She graduated, and then she went into one of our workshop programs doing subassembly. And we could see her start to grow and really come out of her shell and get comfortable. And her confidence really built. Well, about that time is when I started the Bridges Barkery, the dog treats. And I asked her one day if she would like to work with me in um, the kitchen, learning to roll dough and cutting out the dog treats. <clears throat> and she said, yes. So we started that. And with that, I mean, she was just making really pretty biscuits and she was packaging. And um, so I kind of um, just really empowered her to own her um, own her job. And so every time I would talk about her, I would tell her that she was our master baker and she's (laughs) super, super great. I mean, just, she did such a great job and she, you could just see her, um, mature and grow over the last six years that she's been here. Well, now she's at the mercantile. And she rolls dough faster than I've ever seen anyone Mm -hmm. roll dough. I mean, the girl will make (laughs) a whole batch so quickly and move on to the next thing. She's go, 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 go the entire time she's at the mercantile. And she's definitely super motivated by making the treats and getting stuff done. And Chelsea really sets a lot of standards over there on how we want um, the the dough to be made, how we want the dough to be rolled out. Or, um, I mean, she really, when we have new individuals come in and try to learn that, I mean, Chelsea is the one who teaches them. She's the one that says, here's how I do it. Here's how it makes it, um, I make it easy for myself. Here's how long we need to bake them. Here's how many um, dog biscuits you could put on a pan. I mean, she has really um, raised the bar for all of us and has set that standard on um, a lot of the processes that we do there. So, um, I mean, it sounds like that you have great experiences with your employees and everything. And I feel like that it's it's kind of tragic. You know, there are a lot of people that might underestimate some of your clients. So, so what do you say to inspire people to, you know, know that there there is value in this in these workers i think the uh, i i think the the first thing that we work on is to educate the community 
We want them to come and shop at the Mercantile. We want them to come by and visit uh, the agency, the foundation. We want them to volunteer. I think that is so, so important is to educate the community and let them know that that these individuals that we serve have such great um, skill sets and they're wonderful people and they're kind and they're they're funny and they're uh, they're genuine and one of the things that we are really really proud of at the Mercantile is that it doesn't only serve the individuals that we serve here at Bridges. We want to be able to showcase talents of individuals with disabilities across Oklahoma. So we have um, potted succulents from a new leaf in Broken Arrow who provides employment to individuals with disabilities. Okay. We have a couple of individual people who have made products. They are um, individuals with disabilities and they've made products and they sell them to us at a wholesale price and then we in turn sell them to the community. But we love to tell their stories. We we don't want it to be just about Bridges clients. We love telling um, the story of anyone who has a disability or a barrier to employment, um, what it is that their talent is or what it is that they can do or accomplish. And um, I think the Mercantile has allowed us a platform to where we can touch the community, that we can educate them. They can come in there and they can shop and they can meet Chelsea and they can meet Kayla and they can meet some of the other um, individuals that work in there and they can read the stories of the individuals who maybe have products in there but aren't actually there but they can read their stories and just really grasp the talent that they have and so I think that has been really important for us is is to just let the community know that they everybody is somebody their talents a lot of their talents exceed what talents you and I have and um, they just showcase it in a different way so hmm. I, I think it's great and I, I encourage everyone to come by and visit that is uh, that is so important what you're doing yeah. that is so that is so great and so how exactly when you say you do things with the community to kind of you know get people involved what are some events and other things that you have you know open and encouraging people to come you got anything coming up specifically Okay, yeah. So one of the things that we love about the Mercantile, other than all the other things that we stated, is that we get to be even more of a staple in Jinx and just really get to be a part of the Jinx community. We've joined the Jinx um, Chamber of Commerce now by being a retail space down there, and they have all sorts of events. I mean, we just did the trick-or-treat on Main Street um, for Halloween yesterday, and then we... Um, are going to be a part of like the Jinx Christmas Parade on Nova- in November, oh, and um, fun. we have, you know, just those different holiday opportunities coming up for the Main Street events, and then we are working towards um, developing some new events this next year in 2019, and so we are going to introduce um, a taste of Riverside with all the Riverside restaurants, and then the proceeds of the tickets will go to. Um, the Bridges Foundation and the individuals here. And we also want to introduce the taste of the Rose District and Broken Arrow. And so we're really working on those events and we plan to have them in February and in August next year, really gonna be promoting those on our pages. Um, so those are some great 
times to just plan to be a part of the exciting things that are happening for us. And we normally have done just kind of like a 5K run every single year. We've done one for the past, I mean, 11, 12 years. And um, we just decided this year that we were going to change it up. So that run normally happens in June. And instead of the run, we are going to be doing a Battle of the Bands. Um, So we are doing... A lot of stuff next year. We are really packing our schedule full and we're working out the details of what that would look like. So it's just funny that you ask um, that to us today because we just had that meeting and um, <laughs> we're, right. we're moving. We're, we got the boots on the ground now with the events and we're looking forward to um, hopefully really raising some money to impact the clients here. And awareness. And I awareness, think a lot yeah. of our events, we also are able to, going back to educating the community and just getting them to um, get to meet some of our clients mm-hmm. and um, have a personal relationship with them. And um, I, I think that's equally important yeah. as gaining um, a financial contribution. Sure. I think just community awareness for our individuals is is equally important. Right. Can't see how anyone would disagree with that. Um, so, what what is the best way for people to help out? What is it, what, how how would you like to see people contribute if they hear this and say, "What can I do to help out Bridges Mercantile?" Well, we have several different volunteer opportunities, and right now we honestly don't have a lot of volunteers, and so we're looking for to really develop um, some advocates on our behalf. Um, and get some champions out in the community that can talk positively about all the things that Bridges is doing in the community because we are doing so much. And so um, we have volunteer opportunities at the Bridges Mercantile, helping be a shop assistant, helping with staging items and production of items, just kind of being next to some of the clients that are working in the mercantile on a day-to-day basis. And then we have some um, opportunities here at the foundation as well, anywhere from admin to outdoor labor, to um, working in the workshop, which is our third program, um, just working alongside those clients. And so I I would just encourage um, anyone who's interested in the Bridges Foundation to reach out to us on our Facebook pages, either the Bridges Foundation or the Bridges Mercantile. and we would love to get you in a spot that would fit you. We have a super flexible schedule. Um, the Mercantile is open on Saturday. So, yeah, we're, we're welcome. We're definitely welcoming with open arms. Yeah, and I think, Paxton, just to expand on that a little bit, something that we um, don't talk about very often is I, I think volunteers are always a great thing, but it's also great if you um, are in a position in a company that can help make decisions. I mean, what a great opportunity to, to say, Bridges has all these great workers. How can I provide an employment space for them here where I work? So we're always looking for companies to partner with in the community. Um, we currently have 50-plus individuals that work at the Tulsa bus, bus plant making yellow school buses. Um, we have a recycling center here in Glenpool. We also have um, a crew that works at Pepsi, Russ Electric. And so always having um, new partnerships mm-hmm. with companies within our community, I mean, I think that's just also a great idea. And I would say on that same tangent, being a decision maker in a company if you have like some work that you are just like you know what this would go by so much faster if i had a group of hardworking of individuals um to just knock this out we do contract labor so you can send it over and we'll give you a bid to get it done and 
um, we would love the opportunity to partner with more um, corporations. So it's more than just, uh, you know, permanent positions. It's also, you know, kind of like temp work or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think we kind of skipped over the part about discussing the workshop, which is what is at our north and south locations are our workshops. Um, okay. Well, you want to you want to say something about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's our third location. So we have BR and Watt mentioned earlier, and our workshop is our third um, program. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, that's exactly what they do. We have about 50 individuals at the North Campus, and we have another uh, probably 30. 35 here. Mm-hmm. So we have collectively about 85 individuals who come to work every day at both our North and South lo- location, and they do subassembly parts. So we have opportunities for employment all the time. Wow. And are always looking for more contract work Mm -hmm. to bring in here you know stuffing envelopes um doing mass mailing doing sub-assembly of parts for manufacturing so we 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 do a lot sounds like it i mean uh i'm just you know i'm just so glad that there are people like you two that are passionate about doing things like this because this is something that i and other people just never even really think about you know and so it's, it's it's just so good to know that the two of you are passionate and really wanting to be a part of your community. And well, so I, yeah. pr- I thank you both for, uh, for stepping up and taking that. Well, we appreciate your research into Tulsa and for finding us and taking the time to interview and find out more about us and giving us the opportunity to sell more Tulsans. <laughs> yeah, we thank you so much for coming out tonight. And that about wraps it up for this episode of Tulsa Lately. Follow the Bridges Foundation or the Bridges Mercantile on Facebook, two separate pages. And, of course, the Tulsa Lately podcast on Facebook if you aren't already. TulsaLately.com where you can find the RSS feed. You can also find that on Facebook, too. But uh, And then episodes and all previous and new episodes as well as on SoundCloud, CastBox. So, advertisers, feel free to hit me up if you want. Anyone who wants to donate, uh, just go ahead and get a giant wad of cash, put it in, and what you know, I'll let you how how big the giant wad. I'll leave that up to you. Uh, put that in an envelope, seal it up real good, uh, bring it and uh, hand deliver it to me personally. I uh, I accept donations from exactly 6 p.m. to 7:30 p.m. So please be here within that window with your envelope of cash. Uh, other than that, I've got some, I've got a few things coming down the pipeline, some irons in the fire as far as interviews go. Probably going to be a little bit later next week. I'm still trying to nail down some time. So keep up with that, of course, on the social media stuff I talked about. And with all that being said, Tulsa, I'll see y'all around.